0: Hey guys, welcome to the Taking a Dookie podcast. Listen, I'm thinking about getting, I don't wanna call it an intro music, but an intro sound. And with this podcast being called Taking a Dookie, I thought it would be fun if I made it like a little toilet flush. So um, I'm looking for the perfect toilet flush sound. Go ahead and turn voice memos on on your phone and take take a voice memo of your toilet flushing sound and I might consider using it for my, no, I'm just kidding. Wait, maybe that's kind of a good idea. I just came up with that on the fly. Anyways, that's besides the point, you guys. I'm recording my podcast again from Utah today, just like last week. I still am in Utah. I still am in the process of going all the way from California to Florida. It is a long move. It has... It's going to be tough, let me tell you, because originally I wasn't planning on moving all of my things to Florida, and I'm still not. You know, all of my furniture from my apartment is in a storage unit in Utah. But um, getting all of my clothing items to Florida is proving to be quite the feat. Uh, But this morning, actually, and this is something that I'd never really seen happen. I mean, I knew that it happened, but I never experienced it myself, is I shipped my car to Florida. A lot of people were asking, are you going to drive there? Are you going to buy a new car there and sell your car? But I shipped it. So this morning um, they showed up to ship it. I put it in an enclosed carrier instead of on one of those ones where it's going to get hit by a bunch of rocks and we'll see if it shows up. They said that it's only going to take, I don't know, two or three days which is so odd to me. How are they going to drive across the country in three days? I don't know, but I'll definitely update you guys as to whether I get my car and whether it's in perfect condition when the time comes. But um, my point in telling you this is: this is the last week where I will have to record the podcast from sitting on the floor. Well, I mean, I don't have to be sitting on the sitting on the floor, but I am right now. And you know what? I well, know It's funny. I'm sitting on the floor recording this, looking at myself in a floor-length mirror, which is kind of weird. It's like I'm actually talking to myself. I know that I usually say, oh, when when I record my podcast, it's just like I'm sitting down having a conversation. But it looks like I'm having a conversation with myself, holding a microphone. Anyways, guys, there's a few things that I want to tell you about this week, okay? A few things that I've been up to. And they have to kind of do with Halloween... I promise this is the last Halloween episode. There's no way I will continue doing it into November. All right. But I love holidays and I love Halloween. And you better bet I'm going to do some Christmas episodes. Okay. And probably Thanksgiving. So if you don't like holidays, maybe skip those episodes. But I had a really cool opportunity the other day. I love haunted houses. Okay. Lots of people know this about me. I just posted a YouTube video of me walking through a haunted house. And maybe I'll talk about that a little bit too. But um, I got the opportunity to go and experience what it's like to work in a haunted house the other day. I went to a place called Nightmare on 13th. And this is a haunted house that has been there forever. I think for over 30 years now. And, um, I used to go as a kid all the time. Went this year with some of my childhood friends and afterwards I was like, you know what? It was really great this year. They added a second haunted house. So I just sent them a nice DM that was like, "Hey guys, I loved your haunt this year. Um, it was great." And they sent me a message back that was like, "Thank you so much. If you want to come and film content, like, just let us know." And I said, "What? That would be amazing. I would love to." So anyways, I got to experience what it was like to work in a haunted house, which was my dream when I was 15 years old. I show up to the haunt. They put me in, you know, one of their costumes and I didn't even choose which costume it was going to be, but it was the perfect costume for me. And let me tell you why. It was set up exactly like Willy Wonka. When they showed it to me, I was like, this is perfect. It was a long black coat and a top hat. Easy. I said, I'm going to look fantastic and fabulous. And yeah, I was really excited. But they did this, I think that was called the den ghost. And they um, transformed my whole face into this ghoulish figure. Um, I'm sure you've seen it on TikTok. But how they actually applied it was with airbrush, which I was a little bit scared and hesitant of. But it felt so soft. When she started, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing and fantastic it feels like a cloud is kissing my cheeks um so anyways makeup was great took about 10 minutes super easy the makeup artist was so talented they were amazing and then basically they gave me a little trainer guy and he trained me how to work my room and with me going to this haunted house for many years I mean every year I'd go multiple times I knew the haunt very well I knew what this room was like, okay? It's a room, you walk in, there's like a couch and a whole setup to your left, and straight in front of you just looks like a wall, okay? But that's where the illusion is. There's not, there's only one actor in the whole room, which is good, I didn't want to be with someone else, and um, basically, this mirror contraption on the wall makes it look like there's nothing behind it, it's just flush, even though it's not, right? Right? And that's the part that I stand behind. So it's this little corner and I stand back there and they gave me this big axe and they said, you know, oh, when this light indicator, um, flashes red, that's when you pop out and you swing the axe. And I said, okay, I can do that. You know, I love scaring people. Um, I scare my family all the time. So they're teaching me how to do it. Right. Right. And I also have to keep my foot on a foot pedal, and as soon as my foot goes off that, it makes this loud crashing sound. So anyways, I was doing a bunch of tests, and we were all laughing, and I brought my little sister Brenna to help me film and whatnot, but then it was almost time for the haunted house to open. I'm talking like six minutes before opening, okay? I was terrified. All of a sudden, all the sounds of the haunted house were playing, they were testing everything, all of the lights were off... I was scared. I was standing there. I was trying to practice. But keep in mind, uh, I wish that I could explain it to you better, what I could see. like With how the walls were positioned, I would not see people entering my room at all. No peephole, no nothing. The only way I would know that there was someone approaching was from that little red light indicator. And that only went off when they were very close to me. And it was too loud to really hear if anyone was coming or if any groups were coming or anything like that. So before the haunted house opened, I was doing my best to not practice because I was scared that a different haunted house actor was going to walk through the room and scare the living crap out of me. But, um, I waited for those six minutes and, you know, the guy who was helping me um, from like their marketing team said, how long do you want to stay in there? Like five, 10 minutes. And I was thinking, you know, that's not very long. But then, um, I found out that my older sister and her husband and their friends were going to come and walk the, when walk through the haunted house and have me scare them, but they had no idea where I was. And, um, so I said, you know what, just take me out right after they go through. They were supposed to get there pretty early. It was probably going to be about 30 minutes that I was in there. Well, they were a little bit late, and so I ended up being in there for an hour, but once the people were coming through, it was very fun. You know, all I have to do is go and lurch out, but let me tell you, I have a new appreciation for scare actors, for people who work in haunted houses. It is hard work, it is demanding physically, mentally, emotionally, if you're me, and I was getting some good scares, but here's the thing. With the way I was positioned where I couldn't see when people were coming, I could only see the light and I had to lurch forward as soon as the light went on or else I would hit someone with an axe probably. I got very exhausted and into it and they constantly had like technicians and people who worked in the haunted house going through to make everything make sure everything was going smoothly and that like I was popping out and stuff and So I was very focused on going right when the red light would turn on. But, you know, sometimes there's long trains of people when groups meet up with each other. And then sometimes there was a span of three or four minutes when it felt like no one was going. And so I'd just be sitting there holding my axe, staring at the red light, waiting for it to turn on. And then it never would. I mean, I got so into it. It felt like I was kind of in a daze. It felt like I wasn't even, I don't know, it was very very odd. And it was a very strange feeling. But wow, it was a lot of fun. I don't know if I could do it for a full night. My one hour was plenty. I mean, I think that the haunted house is only open for three or four hours. So I mean, I could do it and I would have fun. But the room that I was in was a little bit challenging. But what a cool experience. I'm so grateful that I was able to do that because that's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And they're about to send me some videos of some of my best scares. They say because there were um, a high, there was a high definition camera in my room. So watch out for that TikTok because I hope it's good. I hope that I actually got some good scares. I mean, it seems like it in the moment, but what will the camera see? I don't know. We'll have to find out. But that was my experience. Working in a haunted house, let me tell you my experience doing the walkthrough and being filmed. Okay, this was for a YouTube video. I did the same thing about two years ago with another influencer named Cassidy. This year I did it with my little sister Brenna. And when you do a haunted house walkthrough that's filmed, I mean, you don't have the reliance of like running into the group in front of you if you're too scared and like having all the scares get ruined. It's just you. And obviously you have to go in front because it's only like two of you. So you're both just sharing the front, although I push you in front a lot of the time. But it adds a whole level of heightened experience to it because of course the scare actors are seeing the camera go by. They know that this is the moment that's on camera. They know that you're on your way. They know everything about that. And with such a bright light shining on, me, you know, the person going through the whole time, it makes it very hard to see. It makes it so that I can't really see what's going on until it's right in front of my face. So I think that that's why I get so terrified during those videos of the haunted house walkthroughs because it's just, it's a high-end experience for sure. The last thing I want to tell you guys about today Is a new show I've been watching and I've only seen three episodes. Okay. But it's brand new on Netflix. It was number one on Netflix last night and it's based on a true story. I'm going to try and not ruin, quote unquote, ruin it for you guys. But I was scared to go to sleep. The first episode was kind of dumb at the beginning. Like the first 30 minutes, you're going to be like, okay, why is this so stupid? Why are there so many weird, like, almost sex scenes, but they're not sex scenes. They're just like weird moaning anyways. Get past that. And then it gets very creepy based on a true story. A family moves into a mansion, a beautiful mansion, might I add. And um, basically just all these weird things are happening. They put all of their savings into the house to get it, to qualify for it. And then they start receiving these very strange, very threatening letters from someone named The Watcher who claims that they're watching the house. They know intimate details about, you know, the family. And this is your spoiler alert. If you don't want to know anything and you just want to go watch it, turn this podcast off right now. Anyways, this is what I know so far, okay? They're receiving the letters. They know intimate details about the family. It keeps stating that the house wants young blood and they, they want like a sacrifice. He has two weird sets of neighbors. One that's an old couple that um, is always just in his business, but like the dad got, oh my gosh, I'm being so confusing because I'm running through all of these details in probably not the right order, but when the family moves in, basically the dad becomes on edge you know, he's scared of what's happening. It kind of changes him. He's rude to these neighbors, and now suddenly the neighbors are very rude to him. Then they have these other neighbors, um, and this one guy who's bald that keeps just showing up in his house unannounced. Like, he's breaking into their house, and they have one of those scary food elevators in their house, and the son was going to play with it, and... Um, put his ferret in it and he opened it and the weird neighbor was sitting in the elevator when he opened it scary right and then that same night the ferret dies okay gets killed you know what you just need to go and watch it because the more that I sit here and talk through this storyline with you the more I realize that I am very uninformed and I'm saying it in all the wrong order and I'm ruining all of it for you but watch it. He even has to hire a private investigator. I'm three episodes in out of seven. I'm gonna finish it tonight, all four episodes, because I must. But if you watch it, then we can talk about it together. Actually, you know what? I probably will update you guys in the next episode, if you care. Let me know if you care to know my final thoughts, because I will for sure have seen the full thing by then. But I was I was scared to go to bed. So if you get a little bit scared then don't watch it. I only get scared like that when I feel like it's something that could actually happen. And because it's based on a true story, it seems like something that is very real. So I was terrified. I had to take melatonin and listen to my Office Ladies podcast to go to sleep. Anyways, guys, I hope you all have the greatest Halloween I'm sorry that these have been, you know, little quick episodes of taking a dookie. I'll be back to my regular scheduled programming as soon as I get to Florida and I can get set up and, you know, get on a schedule. I'm so excited to be on a schedule. I'm excited for the warm weather. It has been freezing in Utah the last week. And it's currently 81 degrees in Florida, so I'm very excited. But I will catch you guys all on the next episode of the Taking a Dookie podcast. Bye, guys.